0: podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles and conversations, head to wearepodcindicate.com. Hello and welcome to the Bastards.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening and welcome people to episode 436 of Film uh, Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Foster, and as ever, I am joined by...
0: Becky Foster, hello everyone.
1: And Ian Roaring, hello. Yes, Becky's Becky's back. Hi Becky. Hi. (laughs) You're you're back after your brief hiatus. I am, yeah. Was it fun? Missed
0: missed you. Did you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're an idiot. (laughs) Um, Well, what have we got this week? What have we got this week, guys? We have The Batman. I have to tell Ian off at this point and get it out there now. Ian has Man. worm, oh, has, has, has an earworm the with me. Batman. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> I can't not hear it
2: during that piece uh-huh. of
1: music now, yeah. and that piece of music is in the film an awful lot. It's a lot. Yeah. it's a lot. So every time that little cue of
3: music comes up,
1: I just hear Ian in my brain doing that.
3: that. It's the
0: Batman. It's the Batman. <laughs> Is that the bit of music that sounds like the Star Wars music that's in the car chase, or is that different music?
1: I think it's part of the same piece, uh-huh. but not that specific bit. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have The Batman. Um, we don't have... Uh, it was Flesh we were going to cover, wasn't it? The...
3: Fuck, what is that film called? Fresh? Yeah. Fresh,
1: that's it, not did Flesh. Did you just say
3: fresh. fresh or Flesh? I said Flesh. You did say Flesh.
1: flesh. Uh, right. We are going to cover Fresh uh um, flesh, of flesh. Um, but then, literally, like a day before it was supposed to come out on um, Prime over here or oh, Disney Plus, is it Disney know. Plus,
4: yeah.
1: Um, it literally it got bumped back by two weeks. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It came out in the US, but not over here. It just got punted. It was very odd.
1: Yeah, it it really is a bit a bit weird. Um, so yeah, so we did cover that. We just covered. The battle. Do you know what else we did cover as well? We covered the final film in our Men Doing Their Job Really Fucking Well over at our Patreon, in $2 a month, people. Uh, if you would like to get a little bit more of this goodness, uh, you can also find other goodness at Pod Syndicate because we are a Pod Syndicate podcast. Other goodness includes his film, her movie, They're Back, um, The Rewatch Project, Chitra, Punter Iron Sequel, uh, all other manner of of, of audio wonderment. Uh, out there. Yeah. You can also check us out on YouTube as well because we're on YouTube now.
5: Yeah. Mm.
0: Alright. Yeah,
3: I yeah. missed that. What are we doing on YouTube. Yeah, I d- started it a couple of weeks back. Should we, do- we put the podcast on there? But people are watching it, listening to it, watching, listening. Having it on. Yeah, we've had yeah, there's there's been a, there's been a few. There's been yeah. a few actually, it's been good.
0: What does it show while posting? Just
3: just, 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 no. just the podcast logo? Our logo.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm not fucking made of time, Becky. Yeah. (laughs) It's not me. (laughs) It's not me who has to stare at
1: the void of his existence for six hours a day. (laughs)
3: Stop it. So, yeah. I mean, if you want something to do, Mark, you fucking. I I, I fucking might. (laughs) Uh, Right, yeah. So, we're going
1: to cover that. Uh, But first of all, Ian. What's been happening in the news this week?
3: I know he hasn't taken me up on my offer there. Um,
0: <laughs> You'll just end up with a video of him dancing looped. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no one wants that. It probably would be something like that as well, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah. Um, oh, will we? Okay. Uh, so, I want to talk a bit about Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter is... Kind of low key becoming a film I'm really interested in.
1: Is that one that shows like casting that right? news that's cast um, everyone's favourite skis, Christopher Abbott?
3: <laughs> yes. Now, this is the thing, right? It's, a bit, it's directed by J.C. Chandor. I quite like J.C. Chandor. A bit hit and miss, but I like him. Christopher Abbott joined the cast, but also, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven the Hunter, Ariana DeBose. In what will probably be her first post-Oscar winning role as Calypso in *Craven the Hunter*, <laughs> doesn't that just say everything about the film industry these days? You've won an Oscar. What are you going to do next? I'm a villain in a Marvel film. Oh, what the next four? No, no, no. Oh, well, like, like *Guardians of the Galaxy*. No, no, no. *Craven the Hunter*. Who's that then? Yeah, like I yeah. Uh, But also Russell Crowe, Fred Hackinger, Alessandro Nivola and now Christopher Abbott. This is a fucking interesting cast and I'm sure that all their agents are saying it will be good for their career. But I like the way that JC Chandor and whoever the casting director on this uh, are thinking. It comes out January next year apparently and I will be more than happy to watch a film directed by that man with that cast on the big screen in amongst all the other Oscar season stuff next January. Yeah. I am Ian Loring and I am looking forward to Craven the Hunter.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very much on point. I, di- I didn't know it was um, Chandler doing that. And that's, that's made me yeah. very interested <laughs>
3: Yep. Who knows how it's going to link to the general Sony, uh, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Uni- Universe? Spunk, 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 spumunk, as as the acronym uh, popularly is known as uh, by me.
1: Um, <laughs> Are we cloning that?
3: Uh, spumunk. Spunk That's what it is. It is the spumunk. Uh, so, yeah, I am looking forward to Craven Hunter, damn it. Nobody else is, apart from Mark.
1: Yep, I'm, 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 I'm down with that. Very much down with
3: that. Um, also, a headline I just wrote. Uh, wrote. Red. What the fuck? <laughs> I've been doing a lot of overtime of late. I'm like the diametric opposite of Mark at the moment, where. Mark's staring into the void, and I'm just getting spreadsheet blindness. Um, and I can't talk properly. Black Panther director Ryan Kugler briefly detained by Atlanta police after being mistaken for bank robber. <laughs> Fucking
1: hell. Fuck. Oh, sake. God. You just. You, 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 the thing is, right now. You can picture the guys who arrested him, can't you? And I guarantee you they all look if you if we were to all draw the guys that they look like, they'd all come out exactly the same. Well mine wouldn't mind be stick men because I can't draw for shit. <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, we all know who the guys are, don't we? <laughs> oh fucking oh, hell. Oh
3: dear. Um so yeah. Um so the Oscar stuff, what I think we spoke about last week, looks like looks like even Steven Spielberg calling them out and saying this is bullshit wasn't enough. Yeah. Um. So, you're not even going to have the main nominees and whatnot there for the first eight awards. Um. I think that's really fucking sad.
1: Yeah. It it uh, it's, it it is another thing of the Academy just not fucking. Just not knowing their own identity, yeah. and desperately trying to be the MTV Movie Awards, Music Awards. Yeah, you yeah. No.
3: Like, I would go even
1: further and say that they're they're treading closer to the Smash Hits Poll Winners Party.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I used to love the Smash Hits Poll Winners Party, mind.
1: One of my, one of my, I, I have one vivid, memory two vivid memories of, of, of the Smash It's Porners party. One when Will Smith hosted it one year. <laughs> yeah, he did. Nice. He, Will Smith hosted it one year, and the climax, to the, what is it, was him performing "Boom Shake the Room" oh, with really Jazzy so Jeff nice. at the end of it. Fuck yeah!
0: Um, I mean, that is a, that is. A it, was, it, it was it was it was
1: pretty impressive, not a lie. And the other bit was the other one is when fucking Radiohead. Played it and played my iron lung. Right <laughs> at the fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> All this pop and then radio had just come out and did my iron lung.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Oh, I really hope that's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs>
4: What's the search? From?
1: Yeah, it probably is. Um, yeah. So, so th- that was the news. I think not much else happened. Everything seems to be. Ticking over. You know, I think everyone was concerned with what was going on with the Batman.
0: Well Sam Elliott's pissed everyone off, but I don't know. That was last week.
1: We don't need to talk about that.
0: I mean we haven't we haven't
3: talked about that, I don't think. Like fucking Yeah, I dunno. It just it feels very oh mate, maybe just don't say anything.
0: Thing is, I haven't actually listened to the audio of it and I've seen plenty of people saying it's been taken wildly out of context for the clickbait articles, <clears throat> but I have to say, I do agree with him. The power of the dog is shit. <laughs> so I can't, I can't say anything about anything else that he's said, but he is right. It's shit. So there we go.
3: Stop looking at me. <laughs> And you're not saying it's shit because there's gay undertones to it, you just think it's shit. I just
0: think it's shit in general. But I do agree with him. Like, cowboys wouldn't walk around just wearing chaps and no Because That would be uncomfortable as fuck. Chaps are not comfortable.
1: Well, yes, you're an actual person who, you know, who actually has riding experience. So. It'd, like,
0: it'd like rub into your waist. They're, they're just, they're, no.
1: Hmm. So the whole mechanics of it rather than the actual yeah, they, histrionics of it. Yeah, yeah. A way out of that. You
0: just. They're not. They're not a thing you'd walk around in.
1: They wouldn't notice that. that they're
0: the, definitely not a thing you'd play banjo in.
1: The um, while, we're, while we're on um, these type of things, did anyone see the um, the again clickbait article that was doing the thing uh the rounds um, a few days ago that uh, apparently uh, Christopher Nolan had said that um, Zoe Kravitz was too urban to be in what is it and then Zoe Kravitz put a thing on her Instagram story saying "Um, can I just clarify this bullshit story that's going around
0: (laughs) no I haven't seen
3: that because it it wasn't it like she wasn't saying it was Christopher Nolan it was she basically says
1: in in a thing look this kind of did happen but it didn't happen in that way and there was no racist or anything undertones to it. It's it's a nothingness that has been oh, made wow. something, um, and I just wanted to get it out there that no,
3: <laughs> fair enough.
1: Yeah, she basically oh,
3: it, she's she's gone.
1: Yeah, she's basically saying it, th- this is a nothing story. Don't try and make it into anything, please.
3: Yeah, she she's doing fucking everything right at the moment. Fair play to her. Good, yep. Good on her. Trailers. There's been some. <laughs> yeah. So, I watched one for a film called Agent Game. Uh, we Have watched this one as well, movie? yes. Right. What's this film about?
1: No idea. <laughs> Did you get really <laughs> confused about halfway through the trailer? <laughs>
3: I don't think I've ever seen a trailer before where I am like I genuinely don't know what this film is about
1: at, at one point during it. I genuinely thought that I might have tinnitus because I just all I could hear was just blah, 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 blah.
3: <laughs> so like what is it? they're on a plane and. I think so. Someone's trying to kill them? Maybe. Or, or something?
1: I think they are agents who kidnap people and take them somewhere else to torture them and then something goes wrong and I don't know. But it's got Jason Isaacs and Mel Gibson in it. Oh,
0: I like Jason
3: Isaacs. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the, the same people who decry anyone who works with Mel Gibson... Uh, tying themselves up in knots because they like Jason Isaacs.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even though it kind of looks like Mel Gibson could have done all of his scenes completely by himself and nobody else actually knew that Mel Gibson was in it. It, 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 so, do, it like... does
1: look like Mel Gibson did all of the scenes in a Walmart car park. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> so...
3: Yeah. Fucking like honestly, I I genuinely have no idea what that film's about. No,
1: I, I, I watched Central and I I
3: literally turned out you didn't. I, Max, after it and was like, that looks boring as shit. <laughs> it, but during the COVID times, I reckon it could have been a lead review. <laughs> yeah, it probably would like, been. like properly like the fucking like April, May, June period of COVID. <laughs>
1: We'd have been like. I really we think we bring that you could the new lead review. Yeah, <laughs> could have been
3: because, like, the cinemas opened again in like August, didn't they? Um So yeah, like April, May, June, July. That fucking corridor. What the fuck did we review in that time?
1: It it it, it was it it was a, a tricky period. <laughs> There were films I don't think oh. we'd have watched now if if it had been in normal times.
3: No. I, I just remember when Capone came out. It was like, fuck me, we've actually got something to talk about here. It's a Tom Hardy film. <laughs> and it was Capone. <laughs> and it was Capone.
0: That was a
3: shame. like God, we did the Jesus rolls.
0: That yep.
3: was one week. Fucking hell, I'm blacking out. We still managed to put a show out a week. But what did we talk about? Artemis Fowl? I remember when that it was like, holy fucking shit, we've got something. What else was there? Anyway, sorry, I'm derailing things now. But God's sake, I fucking pray we never go to those signs again. My God.
1: Yeah, it was not good.
3: I mean, for multiple reasons, but... (laughs) The fucking content of the podcast. Bless you lot who have been listening for that <laughs> long. Who had to put up with us fucking struggling to find shit to talk about. Bless you. Yep. <laughs> and then Tenet comes out and I'm all fucking... I sat at the front and couldn't understand anything. So I thought, meh. <laughs> that was a good review, wasn't it, guys? Well done, me.
0: <laughs> was that Was that one of your cinema's dead periods?
3: Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Oh, every fucking week, all I was talking about was how cinema's never coming back and it's all fucked and everything's bloody useless. God, what a fucking treat I was. i tell you what, that just reminded me. Somebody f- said to me on a work call yesterday that I was being miserable. So do you know what I did? I put on a fucking beach background on my team's. <laughs> I was like, here you go, I'm at the fucking beach there you go, fuck you <laughs>
1: you should have put on the one with you in a truck with uh, Liam Neeson
3: oh mate sir- god, seriously, if I can import my own ones, I'd do that one from that Yakuza game where it's the Japanese dude in a nappy <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god, that was, that, was, that was the one we reviewed the the Liam Neeson ice trucker the one
3: Japanese dude in a nappy
1: <laughs> and we would have we would, would have, have yeah
3: <laughs> No, Liam Neeson. What on the ice trucking?
1: Yeah, we reviewed nice that. Road. That was a main review.
3: <laughs> but I mean, at least at least at that time, though, it was like they like studios had sold enough of their stuff to streaming because that was the second lockdown. Yeah, the first one was like where they were just pushing everything, so nothing was coming out on anything. No,
1: yeah we we must have done some really fucking ropey shit in that part.
3: Oh, absolutely! At least with the second lockdown, it was like, okay, Netflix have doubled down on—we're going to give you a big thing every week, and um, like Amazon Prime were doing that, and Disney Plus were kind of like hitting you with things every now and then, you know. Like, like, just honestly, listeners, bless you. What a miserable cunt I was then. I sound like a miserable cunt now, and I'm not. I'm very happy.
1: What are the trailers should you watch?
3: The unbearable weight of massive talent. Tell you what,
0: the, first the, trailer, the red band's
3: all right. Yeah, second trailer, I am fucking down for this. My boy, my boy Paul, my boy Bart. I've already said to them, right, gents, we are going to go and have some drinks, get pissed, bring some beers in, and we're going to watch the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. Let's go. That's gonna be that fr- Friday the twenty second of April. I'm gonna be fucking annihilated watching that and I'm gonna have a ball. this it looks really fun.
1: It does look incredibly fun. Yeah. It, it it just it looks like it looks like Nick Cage just essentially sending himself up but not in a oh god no, what's happened, Nick, kind of way. In a this feels Nick Cagey <laughs> and I like it. The the great bit where he's like, Is that supposed to be me? It's grotesque. Yeah. I'll give you $20,000 <laughs> for <him." laughs> it. It almost feels like that's something that has happened yeah. to Nick Cage.
0: I, ju- I just I said, love I, I... what Nick Cage is doing now. It's like, Yep, yeah, Nick Cage, yep, yeah, I'll watch it.
3: Yep. Fucking right, and it, like him and Pascal, I'm really looking forward to, to the relationship that they have. Like the bit, the end is like, I don't want to shoot you. I love you. I love you too. Like, yeah, <laughs> okay, great. Let's let's fuck. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. please.
1: I think because this trailer makes it look like they actually become friends. Yeah. Whereas the first uh, one made it look like it was. He gets there and straight away he gets like charged with helping out the um, what's it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for this. Uh few more?
3: Sure.
1: Yeah, so The Bubble. Anyone watch this?
0: Little, yeah.
3: A <laughs> little bit worried about how pleased it's going to be with itself. Yeah. Um, it a go. I'm glad you said that. You're really looking forward to it,
0: I think it looks like really good fun. Like the, the, the kind of stir craziness of... Like, when we had to live in bubbles or when we were on lockdown and stuck at home and stuff like that. I think it that's where it's going with it, isn't it, obviously? So, I, I just think it'd be quite good fun. The,
1: the thing is, I am... The idea of it, I'm already like, I don't know, go away. Uh, however, the bit that is making me kind of go, alright, this might be fun, is... Um, is, is David Duchovny going stop being Benedict Cumberbatch to that guy?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: is so, I is, is I, fun.
3: I really really hope it just plays up David Duchovny's like Botox face, not being able to do anything but form very simple words. But <laughs> like, I, I, honestly, I think they might. I think he might be have uh, taking the piss out of himself here. And he needs like that's what we need out with David Duchovny. We need him to go. Yeah, I look a little bit fucking silly, but I'm charming. Yeah, and I need him to play that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a little bit worried that the bubble, like I think, like Ian said, it's going to be a little bit too pleased with itself.
3: And uh, it, it just, I'm, the runtime worries me as well. Uh, how long how is it? Already goes long. And no, I don't know, but Apatow with Netflix going, yeah, do what you want, mate. It can be four hours long for all we care.
1: That, that film has got to be under 100 minutes. But yeah, Apatow has a habit of... If the, oh God, if the runtime that's currently listed on IMDb is correct, I'm a little bit worried. There isn't
0: one, is there? Go oh, on. two hours, six.
1: Two hours, six.
3: Okay. All right. I mean, that's not as bad as it could have been. I'll tell you what, though, that week is going to be a good week for the show. We've got Sonic 2, we got The Bubble, and we got Dr. Michael Morbius, baby. Fucking hell. You know, all in the same week. Yep. We're back. L-
1: that, that, yes. that, that, that is films actually, are back. Yeah, that is actually three films I'm all right watching in a week. Um, couple more, I think we've got. Um, first full trailer for Water.
0: looks really fucking good this actually I'm up for it yeah
3: yeah I uh, you know you're up for it <laughs> Jesus Christ um, I mean
0: it's it, got kind like, of erotic it... thriller vibes hasn't it which is just it, and gone girl vibes to it so it's, it's very much up your street damn right it is yeah
3: it's just this two and a half hours. Man. Yeah. Going. Look how I'm coming on to all these guys. You're annoyed, but it turns you on, doesn't it? Ben Affleck just going, yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. For two and a half hours. Can I point out it's actually not two and a half hours <laughs> long. On, then.
1: It's not two and a half hours. Sorry? It's not two and a half hours.
3: How long is it? It's, uh,
1: it's just under two hours.
3: I mean, right, it's like straight up. Like it's I don't think we've got time for it, but this is out church's weekend. Well next weekend. You know we could watch this at Noel's.
1: I think we might be better served watching it <laughs> not watching it when we've all had a drink at churches.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um uh, oh, such a shame though. Like I just like the thing is like it'd be laughing at Mark just being like, yeah, I'm into this and me being uncomfortable. It would be quite the experience. <laughs> think, I don't think I would be uncomfortable though. Cause it's like, I'd love to see those two fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and,
1: and, and I think Ben wants to see her fuck. It's just not him. <laughs> oh God.
3: Yeah. I mean, why not? Oh my word. Great stuff. No, yeah. I mean, we'll have a review of that in a couple of weeks time. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: Uh, And the final one that I've got, Apollo 10 and a half.
3: Oh, fuck, I meant to get to this. The Linklater. Yes,
1: the Linklater doing Rotoscope again. What's this like? It it looks really quite fun and charming. Yeah, it does. It's literally a a kid has a secret mission by NASA because they accidentally built uh, Apollo 11 too small.
4: <laughs> but I have to test it. Really?
1: <laughs> that's, that's the start of the film. Is they go to him, go? God, this gonna go. We've got a special mission for you. We accidentally built a version of Apollo Eleven that's too small. <laughs> and the kids like, why? It's like we don't have time to get into that right now. <laughs> oh, right. Like, it just se- the kid just scene <laughs> It just seems like that would be a hard mistake to make. It's like, have you ever got? Have you got a hundred percent on every single one of your tests? And the kids like. No, it's like well, there you go then.
3: <laughs> That's good kid logic. That I like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just and you know, this kid has this secret mission where he has
1: to go on Apollo 10 and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: And it just looks really quite sweet and fun. It
0: does yeah, I like the whole rotoscopy thing as well. I liked it in a kind of darkly so.
1: Yeah, it's you know it it, it it it's it's Richard Linklater making a Richard Linklater movie. Yeah.
3: That's a Netflix one as well, isn't it? Darkly go. Yeah. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. When, when's it out? Literally, I think, like,
5: April, summer, mid-April. Let
1: me Sweet. double check. Uh, Apollo. Try to work out how to spell
5: Apollo.
3: Apollo It's the second week of April, so we got something to talk about on the show when I'm in Spain. That'd be good. Uh, have you found it, Max?
0: First of April. US First of
3: success. April. Hang on. Oh, so it's the Bubble and Morbius and Sonic week. Bloody yeah, hell. Right have got a, got a stacked week that week. Two of them are Netflix ones though, so that's
0: easier. Yeah. Yeah.
3: If if there's nothing if there's nothing out on the eighth, I'm in Spain the eighth to the fourteenth, so it would be handy to maybe push something to the week after, so we've got something for main review. I think we could do that just FYI but yeah cool alright nice one
1: right any other for trailers anyone yeah right give me two seconds I'm going to get the old IMDB thing up so I can <laughs> do their whatever their terrible take is on what it's about right so the Batman is finally out it's finally out we've all seen it everyone's seen it it feels like it's been a kind of a big deal Uh, Written and directed by uh, Matt Reeves, uh, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, John Tutoro, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Peter Skarsgård, Colin Farrell, Andy Serkis, uh, I'm informed, a guy from EastEnders is in it. Yeah, yeah he is. And uh, yeah, we're all spoilers all of the time, remember um, folks, so... We're all spoilers all the time. If you haven't seen the Batman yet, we're going to get spoiled straight away. Barry
5: Keogh's in it.
0: <laughs> you didn't give people much chance there to switch off, did you? Yeah, it? well,
1: it's their fucking fault. Um, but what what's it about? Who is this Batman guy? Who is he? Do you know what we could do with before they made this? Some
0: kind of backstory. Some kind of
1: backstory. Yeah. yeah. yeah I feel like we're an origin story. In So, the the I.O. of the DBs says, When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Ian. Yeah. The Batman. It's it's three hours long. There's no getting away from it. It's three hours long.
4: Mm.
1: Now... Personally, I don't mind three-hour-long films, but I do frequently say that films, uh, criticized films, have been too long on the podcast. But I also think that if the film is three hours long, it's got to earn the right to be anything above two hours. I think you've got to earn that right. Loaded question. Does The Batman, for you, earn the right to be three hours long?
3: Not particularly. Um... I think it earns the right to be about two hours twenty, two and a half. Um, but it 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 feels like fair play. They were just allowed. They, they, you know, they were just allowed to play. They were allowed to go for it. You know, like the end, Avengers End Game has shown that the length of the film does not deter people from sitting and watching and enjoying them uh, in terms of massive box office success. And I think it's to Warner Brothers credit that they've actually gone, do you know what, let Matt Reeves do his thing. Apparently they tested a shorter cut and they didn't test as well. So, uh, you know, Mm. I'm more than happy to say that my opinion is probably in the minority there. Um, I'd be very intrigued to see... how I react to it on, on rewatch. I mean like spoiler alert, it's definitely not shit. I'm not I'm not gonna be saying that I, I think it's a bad film. Um but the Twitter algorithm Twitter is designed to provoke reactions out of you. The algorithm isn't necessarily stuff that you actually want to see. It's stuff that's going to jab you in a positive or negative way. So over the last the days before ba- the Batman came out, all Batman. I was seeing was rant, like t- people I follow liking random tweets talking about how it's a fucking game changer, it's the best, blah blah blah. The the And then I The categorical
1: and... worst take you can have on films Game Changer. Mm. The game doesn't need changing, yeah, yeah, the game has yeah. hardly a fucking change. <laughs> that and ambitious failure failure
3: yeah <laughs> mm. I, it's it, it's a four out of five you know it's a it's a good film I, I I enjoy it there are bits of it I definitely like more than other bits um but I I, I, I appreciate what the last half hour is going for but it felt I, I was I don't know the, the the whole Riddler arc i'm a bit i'm not satisfied by it if if I'm if I'm being honest and we'll, we'll get into it yeah i and think i think i think we need to on
1: that cause i think there's i think we might have similar views on this
3: okay interesting um and I'll be honest the penguin was such a i am enjoying the f- fuck out of this performance performance from Colin Farrell that the fact that he's not in the film for probably what like the last hour and 20 minutes that's yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like, it yeah it, it let air out of the balloon for me there but I thought Robert Pattinson was decent I thought it was a great idea to have him just mainly be in the Batman suit as opposed to being Bruce Wayne I think it's going to be interesting to see him be Bruce Wayne more in the sequel and how they deal with that um. I, I, yeah, I mean, Paul da- Paul Dano will talk about him. I'm 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 pretty fucking mixed. Um. Zoe Kravitz and Pattinson have great chemistry. Not too much else with uh, Kravitz, I don't think. Um. It was a little bit disappointed by what her role actually was. Um, but I I I I I thought it was a great world, I thought it was atmospheric, I thought it was moody as fuck. Um you know, everybody's been saying it's emo, it is. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing for this portrayal of, of Bruce Wayne where he is. Um I kind of feel like I'm wrapping up when we're only just talking about the film, but I I I very I, I like the Batman. I think I'm gonna like everything that comes out of it after more. Bex,
1: approaching the Batman in a different way, going for it as more a mood, atmospheric thing, rather than a... not superhero, but a superhero that's superpowers. He's a really rich and he's the world's greatest detective thing. (laughs) Um, Is that a good angle for you? Do you prefer it, or do you prefer your Batman with uh, nipples and a back card? Do you
0: know what? It's... I've seen a lot of people going, oh my god, I really like the Batman, Christopher Nolan's films can get to fuck. I I like all of the Batman Batmen movies and they all exist within their own spheres and they all satisfy different elements of that. The you've got the Adam West ones, which are fun and camp and just of its time. You've got the then the mid-era ones, which are all just a bit daft, including the Tim Burton ones. They're also daft, they're just dark and daft um yeah so they're they're all doing that similar thing then the Nolan ones are their own thing and then this is its own thing and we just don't talk about Batflex so it's you know they they have they are ah, the,
1: the, 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 the least popular song from Encanto <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um I, I I don't see why there's this kind of thing of like you have to pick a player I like them all
1: it, it is it, it, it's 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 I a,
0: even like Nipply Batman with yeah. Alicia Silverstone. It's it's all it's fine.
1: It, it, it's that thing of yeah of a, a, a habit of decide. Well, no, this has to be better than this. This death this is shit. Yeah, um, which is a bit like, well, no, they're just, <laughs> they just don't work like that.
0: I think tonally and thematically, this borrows very heavily from the Nolan movies. The there are there are bits in it where they've obviously gone. Oh, actually, that's a cool idea. Like the whole she doesn't have cat ears. She has something that looks like cat, you know. It makes it look like her. She's trying
1: to force it into a more a, 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 a more, more reality-based yeah, yeah. uh, idea, but still having the, um, the, the the nuances that that take it to not being midnight to being three o'clock on the clock of reality.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like the you know, there's there's bits in the Nolan trilogy where Batman's a bit not sorry Bruce Wayne is a bit angsty this takes that and takes it a bit further it, it, it's mm. kind of it, there's a progression there the the earlier Batman are very much in a world outside of reality Nolan's is slightly closer to reality but then you've still got people like Ra's al Ghul which are not realistic people and then in this you've just got the fucking mob and it's much closer to reality. So it's it's just going that way. Well, uh, Future that's... Batman will just be sort of sat fucking gaming in his house and just occasionally put on a balaclava and go and kick the shit out of someone.
1: Possibly. <laughs> the, the, that's the, the thing. That, it's the thing that I, 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 quite, I, I quite like to play, is that there's always been this idea that, that Gotham is... Um, New York. Is New York. It, it's kind of based on that. Yeah. I like the idea that this takes it and goes... What if Gotham was more like Chicago? Hmm. That was quite. Well, you could cool. watch
3: The Dark Knight, but you can watch The Dark Knight. Well, yeah, there is that that,
1: that element to it, and, and there is certainly that um, pulling out. But the the opening, there's a lot of um, it, it, it. There's a towards the opening, and then I think towards the end, there's a a distinct Alan Mooriness to it. Mm. Um, Alan Moore didn't, you know, who, who did do Batman uh, books, but but not not that many uh, for that. I think uh, more that he's not as directly associated in, for, for people who aren't comic book nerds with being a Batman writer, but he did write one of the definitive Batmans We've got a freaking poster of it up you now. What is it? The Killing Joke. Yeah. Um, but then it's also got a lot of. There's a lot of nods to like the Jeff Lohb uh Batman's. You know, there's a distinct what is it to Long Halloween uh, within the maybe not the story or anything like that, but in the framework of how it's how it's pitched. Uh, I think there's certainly that that's there. But it is it is a very emo-y uh, f- feeling. Is it you know with having a Nirvana soundtrack uh, that, that's kicking on there. Um, I think it's right um, you point out there, Ian, is you spend an awful lot of time with uh, Pattinson as Batman, and a very little with him as as Bruce Wayne. And I, we we mentioned that didn't we? we Come out in the cinema.
0: We did. I said I was really glad because his hair as Bruce Wayne is heinous.
1: Yeah, she won't his hair. <laughs> it's fucking awesome.
0: awful. A man that rich, why would he have great. that greasy hair?
1: Uh, the idea was he wanted it to be a little bit Kurt Cobain-y. Did
0: Kurt Cobain have particularly greasy hair?
1: I mean he liked his heroin, so I don't think washing his hair was Well Kirk
0: Cobain's hair just long though. It wasn't yeah. like awful fucking nineties bangs um curtains, no, was no, it? I, I
1: didn't see what it did to, to be Kirk Cobain, it, to have that idea towards it, but yeah. also he still comes from an Ivy League background.
0: Yeah. It, the, the Bruce Wayne hair is shit. And if, if it's if he grew it and cut it into that, I feel really fucking sorry for him having to walk around his day. I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm sure Pattinson was all right for those few months. I'm sure he got by.
0: I wonder if he did or whether it was an awful wig.
1: It is his hair. That's gross. Um, <laughs>
0: anyway. He's cut it again now. Look. Yeah,
1: has cut it again That's now, nice. yes. Um,
0: yeah. Um Sorry we got a bit off track.
1: Um... I will say I agree with Ian. I think it's too long. I think it's half an hour too long.
0: I do think it's too long. I don't think it... It doesn't feel boring at any no. point,
1: though. No, I wasn't I wasn't bored. But I did... I did lose... Not interest. I did think that everything that happens from when... Um, when the reader gets captured
0: mm.
1: to the... End was a little bit like
4: hmm.
0: said to you, didn't I? When we came out, how it? No, actually, while we're still in there, I whispered to you, how is Paul Dano just more scary to look at than the Riddler? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a good actor, though. I don't. I'm guessing he's probably not that creepy in real life. I'd hope not.
3: I, no, I mean, I, I don't know. Apparently, he's a lovely guy in real life. You know, he's got like a kid. He's married to Zoe Kazan. You know, and it's he's got
0: he's, such it, an uh, like, odd think... screen presence, hasn't he? Though he's, he's uncomfortable he, to he, watch and stuff.
3: Yeah, he, he 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 does, but I I don't know. Like I thought his reaction when Batman's like, "No, I'm not with you. This is fucking insane." He's like. No! No! It's just... Uh, uh, yeah. No, I, 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 The thing is, I, I think
1: I'm, I'm a lot closer where you are with it, Ian. I, I'm very 4 out of 5. And I'm very happy with 4 out of 5 on it. But I do... I want to watch it again because I have a feeling it's either going to go a little bit further down or shoot up again. And I think that... Dano, as, a, as an actor, as a character actor, I think he straddles that line sometimes. Where I think, I think he's very, very good, but I think even when he's been very, very good, he can have those moments that jump out into him being a little bit. I'm not sure here.
3: I think it's just he's great when he's in the Riddler costume and he's menacing, but as soon as it, it, you know, like just that sequence, he's not. I don't find him scary. I don't. I, 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 like, I, I, it just. Oh no, I didn't right, mean that bit. Just... I meant the
0: bit in the cafe when they, when they go to arrest him, he's like properly like fucking L, like fucking L creepy in that.
3: I don't even find that though. What's he doing? He's just like fucking asking someone to put a question mark in his coffee.
1: No, he draws, that. He draws that himself.
0: Yeah, he draws that
3: himself. <laughs> oh right, he draws that himself, does it? He? Okay, he's like got really good coffee art skills. Okay, fair enough.
1: And he's doing it with the stirrer, isn't he? <laughs> he's drawing it with the stirrer. That's why he holds up the stirrer at the end. Can,
3: can you draw things? Okay, fair enough. I didn't know you could draw things with a stirrer. I, and, and maybe that—that's a very boring insight into the way my mind works.
4: <laughs>
1: I thought that the, actually the attention to details that have the shot of him actually be able to draw it out was actually quite good. I actually yeah. had quite yeah. enjoyed that. Um,
0: but yeah, um, Frankenstein era Robert De Niro was very good in it. <laughs> I was well, Pot should have had much more screen time and I hope he does in there the sequel. We
1: well, he least I got his own series.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, but that's not a movie though, is been... it? So you won't watch it.
1: Yeah, no, I probably won't.
3: <laughs> I will 100 percent watched six to eight episodes of Colin Farrell doing that, like
0: 100%. He is properly, like, fully unrecognisable though, isn't he? Like, you see all this, oh my God, blah, 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 is unrecognisable in their new role as Pamela Anderson in Pam and Tommy, for example. No, she isn't. She still looks like Lily James, just in a blonde wing with her tits out. I, I, I,
3: I didn't think...
1: I always think it's amusing with, with these ones. I, like, like the Lena James one. Mm. Yeah, where they did that. It's like, how have they done that? It's like, makeup. And a wig. And a pushy bra. <laughs> but the, the thing is, I've very much enjoyed, um, just be with the film a second, just Colin Farrell doing the press for this. Because he seems to have done a lot of the press for this. <laughs> but what what I really enjoy about whenever you see Colin Farrell doing press for stuff is how much he thinks fucking loves movies. Mm. He fucking loves movies. Like he loves talking about movies, movies that he's seen, movies that he's looking forward to. Um him talking about the fact that he oh, was it was it was fun. It was this idea that he was gonna be wearing these prosthetics, and it was like it was different, and it felt a little bit weird and he wasn't quite sure. He said that when he got there like the first day, he was like, I didn't know it was that much fucking prosthetics. <laughs> Alright, fuck it, bring it on. This is cool. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, I like it when when you find out that actors actually fucking love actors. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm. fucking cool. Because you always think the directors do, but sometimes actors can act a little bit too cool for school on it. And it's a bit like, well, yeah, but then the ones who fucking love it, it's like, yes, I like
3: that. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just like Colin Farrell's been around the block, isn't he? And it's just like, you know, he's 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 got his family and he he makes his films and he's just happy to be about that that you know, that that, that as we were saying when we were talking about Miami Vice, it's just like it's cool seeing that Colin Farrells come through the other side and now he's just like I'll work with whatever director I think is interesting. I don't care about the scale of the film. It can be After Yang or it can be the Batman. I don't care. And fuck it, I'll go on Hot Ones. That looks fun. And he did my fa- the favourite Hot Ones episode I think I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. I, so I, I, he, I, I watched a clip of him from the Kelly Clarkson show.
3: Oh, great. He was, I'm he, sure he's brilliant.
1: He was. He was really charming. He was talking to Kelly Clarkson about her version of, I can't remember what song it was, and saying how wonderful it was and how much he liked it. <laughs> she's like, I can't believe you actually know that. he's like, what are you talking about? It, he was just, it, you just sort of thought, do you know what? He just comes across as a really mm. nice guy. And like you were saying there, Ian, it, it's kind of cool that for a while there, it was not looking good for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed, um, sorry, John Tutter as a bad guy.
1: I think Turo plays a great bad guy. Mm.
0: I thought, because when, when he first sort of came on and then he went off again, like, and it was, it was quite a brief initial appearance, wasn't it? And I was mm. like, recognise that guy. And it came back and it was John Tuttle. I was like, oh, very excited for that. I like John Tuttle and stuff. I also enjoyed Andy Serkis just... as a slightly more forceful Alfred as well.
4: Hmm.
3: Just on those points, I like the fact that John Turturro is very, very underplaying it, but not in a kind of like "look how much I'm underplaying it" kind of way. I he was really, really strong, and again, it's like, yeah, yes, he's in it for longer than Farrell is, but once he's gone as well, and it, you know, I think it's just because I'm not as bothered. About the relationship between Batman and the Riddler in this film, as I am between Batman and anybody else, and then the ending where, yes, all right, the Riddler's plan all along was this, and you know, like having the like the people like the the people kind of doing his bidding thing. I think that's a really interesting comment on today. But then it also leads to an action scene at the end where it's just Batman going up against randoms who are dressing up like the Riddler. Yeah. And it's like, there's barely any fucking threat to this at all.
1: Yeah, it, it, it didn't feel... I, that's what I didn't like. I would have preferred it to have been the Riddler was on top of the scoreboard. <laughs> Rather yeah. than just, yeah. these, mm. just these essentially... Fit. And I get the, the the social commentary it's going for. I, I, I absolutely do. I, I just... I don't know. I, I, I personally, it, I, I kind of checked out a little bit because he's not, by that point, he's not fighting the Riddler.
0: No, but he's fighting the effects of the Riddler.
1: Yeah, but it, I don't know. I, it just, it didn't, that bit didn't click for me this time around.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Because it's, it's, again, it, it's kind of what the Joker's got going on in Dark Knight.
1: It is, yeah. But
0: with his like minions.
1: But, but once the Joker, the Joker is faster, himself is, that the, 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 you, 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 you don't see him fight any minions anymore. He's fighting the aftermath of what's happened.
4: Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess. Yeah.
3: And I mean, I don't know it. And, and again, maybe it's just something about the performance, but it's just Heath Ledger as the Joker is this fucking engaging. What the fuck is this guy gonna do next? Person, the Riddler. He's a bit of a loon. Is he, he's just a fucking damaged guy? You know, I mean that—that's kind of all there there is to him in the end. Which I, I mean, I think is kind of conceptually interesting that he's not a supervillain. You know, he—he he hasn't got all these like. He's not Jim Carrey in Batman Forever. He's a guy. <laughs> But...
1: He's an accountant. If
3: I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. He's a forensic accountant. If... I don't know. I just... I'm going to find Colin Fowler and John Turturro more interesting in in those roles. But... But, but, but... I like that it ends with Batman realising it can't just all be vengeance. There's got to be fucking hope. And that shot of him lighting up the flare... And the sequence of him like going in and like reaching in and getting the mayor's kid. I'll be honest, made me tear up a little bit because I got what Reeves was going for there. Yeah. And and, like and the kind of his end speech thematically, I absolutely got it. And that's why I said earlier, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the future because, yes, the Penguin spinoff. Apparently there might be an Arkham Asylum show as well, which I think could be great. That is apparently um, the plan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that sounds very cool. But if the sequel is gonna be about Batman actually trying to be a symbol of hope for Gotham, that could and, you know, and obviously I'm hearing you. but uh, right, The fucking you know, hell, what? Um sorry, Siri. Um Yeah, yeah, I, I I think that could be a really interesting direction. And okay, if you're going to be introdu- introducing Barry Keoghan as the Joker again, fine, you know. And like, if that's going to be testing uh, Batman's idea of hope, cool. But I'm 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 in I'm invested in what this Bruce Wayne is going to be in the second one.
0: Can I just so ask? I,
3: I'm sorry. Go on. Very okay with the Riddler not being in it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was just gonna say. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a comic person. But I like, I like them when I read them, but I don't read them like religiously. Is there no other baddies? What? Other than the ones that have he's already got... been done, like the Joker, just feels dumb to death.
5: Yeah, there's a few. Yeah,
3: he's got a great rogues gallery. That's the thing. Mm. He's there's so many fucking villains that, that Batman can have.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. Barry Cohen as the Joker. I'm, I'm intrigued to see it, and I'm sure he'll be very good at it. But I just feel like there must be other stuff they can explore other <coughs> than just doing the fucking Joker every time.
3: Some I I I saw somebody on Twitter talking about Jesse Buckley as Paul, Poison Ivy the other day, and it was just like, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> mm. But then Poison Ivy's been done. Like there must be there must be some that aren't.
1: I want calendar Man.
3: Calendar Man, yeah. <coughs> oh, Calendar Man. I think what so about doing... Condiment Man? <laughs>
1: yeah, there is, there's, there's all these. There is like a lot that I could do stuff with.
0: Can I just, uh, just as a counterpoint to what you were saying, in that scene with the flare. Yeah, I I really like that for the most part, but one bit of it really took it out of it. Out of took me out of it, in that you know when there's like all these guys trying to lift that metal framework stuff off the the mayor's kid and then he goes over they all move away and he lifts it on his own that really bothered me like he's not supposed to have any kind of superpowers he's just a rich dude why could he lift that on his own like if he'd gone and joined in and he was the the final bit of force they needed yeah they all kind of moved away when he got there with the flare and he lifted it on his own and it it really bothered me for some reason
1: is it because he could see better yeah because <laughs> he had the flair.
0: I loved the bit again, where he was walking of... back across though and they were all following him through the water, mm. and you could just see it as like a shadow mm. thing. That was good. I mean, that's
3: the thing. I mean, like Reeves has got an got a fucking eye, you know. I mean, like that's oh, gotcha. obvious. And the, the the like I say, the world building aspect of it, I think, is fucking incredible. You know, I mean, like the production design in the film is on point, and that the, the car chase, which is. Really, the only action sequence in the entire film is fucking the 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 locking the camera, just at like the side of the car watching them drive. That's a that's fucking brilliant. That's a very very cool way of shooting that. Um So I, I, that that's the and that's the annoying thing. And I, I I bet Noel is fucking screaming at me about some of this stuff and. You know the comic book correspondent has retired, so he can he can come back on whenever he wants, but he's just gonna have to deal with it for the moment <laughs> but it, it it it's i'm just i wanna like it more, and I've just got a sense, and God knows this sounds antithetical to fucking everything I ever say, but now, having watched this on the cinema screen, I wonder whether being able to watch this at home, nice and comfy, and, you know, just, like, with drinks and snacks and whatnot, whether this might actually settle better for me.
0: I I definitely agree. I think it would be a better home watch.
3: I really like
1: my... But I I like the fact that I have my snow watch and then I can have a slightly different experience. at home. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just... I, I, I wonder whether the... Because I watched it in IMAX and just like the massive screen and the sound and whatnot, whether what this film was actually trying to do, even watching it on a normal cinema screen as opposed to IMAX might actually work better for this particular film.
1: Well, I, I, I can tell you that cause we saw it on. We
0: did see it on Super Screen. We saw it on
1: Super Screen, and I think if I go and watch it again, it'll be uh, on the standard screen.
0: I just, I, I feel like it will, it will benefit from a, 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 a more, closed-in, intimate, setting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 yeah.
1: I can see I, that, We can take in a little bit more of it.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I th- Yeah. I think so. Um. I. D- yeah. I don't. It's weird. It doesn't feel. It. It feels like the world here is immersive enough, thanks to just how. A plus, everything is technically with this film that you don't necessarily need the big screen, and maybe like having a bigger screen means that you're not quite catching the details. Mm. And like, it, 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 I don't know, it's it's weird because it's just it's a blockbuster that doesn't really feel like it's a blockbuster. Which, which I, yeah, I I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, I don't know, what you mean the film's got ambition for space uh, for days, mm. but I do just wonder if, whether it would work better, like like you say, Bex, in a more contained kind of close environment. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fully fully prepared to watch it the second time round to go. Do you know what? I get it now.
1: Mm. I, I think I might be going to see it in the cinema again just for the shape. Why not of it?
0: Are you sure you'll have time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs>
3: He thinks you've been saying that kind of thing a lot to him, Oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Tell you I've... what, he's got he's got he's got some chores to do, some repairs and stuff around the house, so he'll be busy for the next couple of days.
1: Damn it, right, I will. Um, definitely not shit.
0: Mm. Yeah, one thing we've not mentioned, I'd loved the fucking growly, nasty, grimy look of the Batmobile.
1: Yeah, the Batmobile yeah. was
0: fucking cool. The
1: Batmobile was, was 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 amazing. I, I, all right, a couple of other things then uh, that I probably should have mentioned earlier is I do like the fact that the introduction of Batman, um, it is literally the film saying you yeah, this is a different type of Batman, where he just all over the top beats down that guy. <laughs> it's very much you a
3: can beat the shit out of him. Yeah,
1: it's very much a it, this this is um. A different Batman. This is a brute force Batman.
3: But and it, but it, it, it's interesting though that that like the whole no kill thing that really comes into it later on. It kind of feels like he's leaned into that more as the film goes on because here, frankly, it looks like he just beat that guy to death. Yeah,
1: it it, it looks like he, he he like literally someone could turn around and go, and go "Holy shit, Batman! You just killed that guy." He went, yeah, but I didn't mean to. I didn't shoot him." It's not my fault if he's got a weak face. It does feel a little bit like that.
0: I like the hmm. the kind of introspective self-doubt element as well, like his his monologuing, like, monologuing? whatever, like him, when he's talking to himself and he's doing his journaling and he's um, like, am I making an impact? Does any of this have any effect? Or yeah. is the city too far gone? Like that kind of <clears throat> thing of it. Because like, normally Batman's just fucking playboy millionaire Bruce Wayne and mm. Batman and he's he's got you know a a level of confidence that's linked to his status in the world whereas uh, Pattinson's Batman's a bit more like I don't fucking know if I'm doing out here but I'm doing it anyway
3: yeah I do need to see Bruce Wayne just fucking some randos in the next one though Like we haven't had a Batman who fucks well. Christian Bale does in the Dark Knight Rises, but it's it's the Nolan version of sex, where it's very 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 serious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you want casual sex, Batman?
3: (laughs)
0: You just want messy sex?
3: I just like yeah. I mean, Pattinson and Kravitz. Like, really, should have just gone for it at least once. Because like the the one time Zoe Kravitz kisses him, it's like she's kissing a fucking mannequin. Mm. He's just,
0: so... He's, he's got, got, got too much chemistry. emotional like, shit
3: going on. He does, but you know, I I don't know. He's a virile young man. Go fuck some girls.
1: I mean, I I I, I would say I, I think it'd be very hard to not have sexual chemistry with Zoe Kravitz.
0: I think I think Zoe Kravitz could just yeah with a doll.
1: Yeah, I I I think if Zoe Kravitz was stood just next to a lamp post, you'd be like that fucking lamp post definitely wants to fuck. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, like straight up. When she came like came on uh, screen like serving like Colin Farrell in the in in the club, a girl, a couple rows behind me just went oh. <laughs> you know, at Zoe Kravitz, and it was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it fucking ridiculous, ridiculous woman. Like, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's with Channing Tatum, which is incredible. like, such a cool couple.
1: It's yeah. Did you see oh. the Did you see the video of Channing uh, Tatum uh, and Jason Momoa? Going to the premiere of the Batman?
3: No. no. <laughs>
1: basically, they were filming something together, and they basically went, just just decided that they that they were going to go and support her. Uh, and so, yeah, just literally, <laughs> just fucking hot on a private jet, and we like, we're like, we're coming to see you.
3: <laughs> oh, that's great. Good.
0: Have him Good. and Lisa Bonnet got back together yet. Yes, they have. Yay! Oh, that makes oh, me really happy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, probably that. Oh. Yeah. Has he got rid of his dad Bob? Is that why she's accepted him back?
1: Uh, he, he is getting rid of his dad Bob Good. because he's getting uh, in shape for uh, Fast and Furious.
0: Oh, that makes me really happy. Can you imagine though? Can you imagine looking like Zoe Kravitz looks and then looking at pictures of your mum when she was younger and going, fuck's sake, I'm this hot and I'm still not as hot as my mum." <laughs> that must be really disappointing. <laughs>
1: Uh, well we're all definitely not shit yeah. Should we do some, some what we've been watching
0: As, well,
3: a little bit a little bit of breaking news it's comic book related um, Black Adam has been pushed back not, not Covid-y stuff apparently this is all just production delays uh, is, is well, that because
1: July they tw- haven't actually made any of it yet
3: <laughs> well dear July 29th to October 21st the DC League of Super Pets will be taking Black Adam's spot. Uh, I'm fucking looking forward to that. So Keanu Reeves is Batman. Come on, let's go. Yeah, fair. Um, Isn't
1: that also a Dwayne Johnson one?
3: Yeah, it is. But Keanu Reeves is Batman, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't he play Superman's dog. Um, yeah, Crypto, Yeah, it's it it's it's the film that's going to backdoor Lottie finally. Like watching superhero movies with me, so it needs to work. Um, cause God knows she won't do it at the moment. Um, blah, 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 Um, so yeah, this is interesting though, because Black Adam goes back to October, The Flash was supposed to be November, and Aquaman was supposed to be December. So, The Flash, I think, is gonna be the Film that goes up against Avatar 2 at Christmas and Aquaman's going to be pushed to the year after. Yeah, I can see that. And the thing is, The Flash, DC comic film, Michael Keaton as Batman, Batfleck is in it as well, apparently. Yep. Versus Avatar 2. That's going to be a real interesting fight.
1: Yep. Never bet against Cameron.
3: Never, no, never bet against Cameron. Don't get me wrong, but will they both just survive together and just both make massive bangs? I don't. Or I, is it?
1: I, I, I don't God. think anybody, anybody at all, gives a flying fuck about Avatar Two. Nobody cares. However, what will happen is weirdly, for a three-week period in time, everyone still won't care, but will go and fucking see it, and then nobody will care afterwards.
0: I won't see
1: it. You've still not watched Avatar, have you? No, I haven't,
0: and I'm not about to change it. I want to go to my deathbed, and having not seen Avatar.
3: That's fine. This... <laughs> my my question with Avatar, slight tangent, <laughs> but my question with Avatar 2 now, is, with 3D, base. Basically gone. You know, you get the odd showing at cinemas, but it's not very rare. Big screens or anything. Yeah. Will Avatar two? Will James Cameron go? Nah. If you're doing it in IMAX, it's got to be three D (coughs) IMAX. Is he going to insist upon that, or is it gonna be? Look, James, we're going to make enough fucking money anyway. Let you know. Let that. Let's move on. I'd be real interested to see what happens there because. I'll be honest, I mean like Avatar, that 3D was the single best 3D experience I had in the in the cinema by like a mile. I'm you know as we know, I'm not a massive fan of Avatar, but the 3D in it was incredible and I think I'd be more interested going to see it in IMAX 3D than I would in pretty much any other format because it's a theme park ride that's that's my that's my stance on avatar 2 it'll be it'll be fucking interesting it's coming out it is coming out this year unless there's like another co- like covid wave or something like that it's fucking coming but the the whole idea of the biggest the sequel to the biggest film of all time 13 years hence now in a world where comic book movies are blockbuster movies essentially, what happens then? Yeah, it, it's just a... <sighs> I, I,
1: I, said, I, I, I Everything is set up for that film to fail, apart from the one thing, which is never bet against James Cameron. <laughs> mm. It's such an oddity. It's so. It's such a weird... It's, a, it's 13 fucking years. You know, and... He's been promising, you know. He's been talking about like five Avatar movies, uh, by now. and literally almost the entire uh, MCU has existed since Avatar first came
3: out. There were there was one two films: Iron Man, and Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's it. And we've had what like twenty five of the fucking things.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's it, it, it's so odd. And like you say the yeah. I mean, at one point, there wasn't the talk about the fact that Avatar would be in 3D, but it wouldn't be
3: with glasses. That's the kind of fucking innovation that Cameron needs to be doing. It is. But, well, we'll, 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 we'll wait and see. We'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, the thing is, though, by December, I might be a full fucking Pandora head. I'm going to fucking uh, Florida for two weeks in September. Oh, of course, you're and, like that, yeah. Yeah, man. And. Since the last time I went to fucking Florida was 2009, they didn't have an Avatar world at Disney then, they fucking do now, so I'm going to be doing all that fucking Nav- uh, Avatar shit, I might be fully let's fucking go, <laughs> who knows, who knows, you know, I oh, can't wait, that's going to be some fucking interesting recording sessions those two weeks, how we work that out, Right. <laughs> Only a five-hour delay. (laughs) We'll work it out. There'll be some way we can do it.
2: Um, Hey, Hannah, you know, I think you really can't beat a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that, love? Oh, yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think during, you know, global pandemics, storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million times. Absolutely nothing like a binge watch. Star Trek. Babylon Five. Because you could sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely, that uh, doesn't make you a weird person
4: uh, at all. It
2: yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the thirtieth time. And Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show of or a, franchise. Beloved franchise. a beloved franchise, beloved franchise. Lord of the Rings. Twin Peaks. From VHS compilations recorded off television with the ad breaks, out (laughs) of course, to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and, I don't know, Smallville. (laughs) Farscape. Quantum Leap. To giving up finding new content on Netflix and just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek The Next Generation or Parks and Recreation. I think that we can all agree... There's a lot to be said for that. You can't beat a good rewatch. So... With that in mind, join Hannah and Mike from Two versus vs. Panzer as we burn through some of our favourite franchises and share our immediate reactions to each instalment in both spoiler and non-spoiler sections. To do that, do a search for the Rewatch Project with Hannah and Mike. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever your favorite podcast provider may be, or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash rewatch project. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts.
5: Ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Put, putting four or five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like, if they didn't know what death was before these, they're going to know it after it. They're
0: going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking terrified.
5: And they're them. going to be questioning you. Yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one is a cold, dead heart?
0: Yeah, The Dark Knight has got like all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, I was like, kill them
5: then look no further, the His Film Her Movie Podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Books. Speed round. What have you been watching?
0: Well, actually, I've only watched a couple on my own, um, so I can I can do those since 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 I was last present. Um, so I watched Encanto. Um, I'm
3: gonna am I'm gonna keep listening, but I'm gonna go for a pee. But I'm gonna listen in my AirPods. Okay, but you won't be able to hear me.
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah, um, it's fine.
3: It's fine. It's fine. Encanto. It's fine. Why? Why is it so big, Becky? Why is it so big? Because I don't understand it. But it's the one fucking film, Lottie will watch <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that.
0: Yeah, it's it, it, it's fine. It's, it is what it is. But it's nothing particularly groundbreaking when it comes to that type of movie. There's some more eight songs. It's got a nice enough story. Nobody talks about Bruno, and it's fine.
1: Which, which which is the runaway hit from it, and not the one that is nominated for an Academy Award. Oh well,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I watched the new Jeanne movie on Netflix, Big Bug. Um, oh yeah. Which is essentially about like um. Big Bug. No, like. Well,
1: Misleading title. Like, it,
0: it's it's kind of like if Terminator was really colourful. So there's like AI that's been built to to help. How's it like people do things and um conceptually That's but, not what
1: the fucking Terminator's for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but they've built AI, haven't they, in, in Terminator, and then it, it, it sort of goes wrong and then it takes over and then everyone dies. It's it's kind of similar in this. So they 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 built these like robots and shit to help around the house and to help with day to day stuff and um and then they kind of become sentient and um start attacking people and this one lady her smart house and her like domestic robot and stuff actually quite like her so they lock her lock her and everyone that's in the house at the time in the house and won't let them out um but then the robots that are in the house want to make people feel more comfortable the people that are trapped there with them feel more comfortable by being more human so they they try and like become more human by learning humor and and flirting and and stuff like that. It's it's just a really odd take on like the whole what would happen if AI became sentient. And normally it's all really really dark, whereas in this one it's just like not
1: like a toaster flirts with them.
0: No, so there's like um...
3: someone stick their, stick their dick in a waffle maker.
0: <laughs> well, the lady, the the neighbor from over the road who gets trapped in the house with them, machine has got a personal trainer I'm doing bunny ears uh, robot which is a a leisure model let's say if we're using Blade Runner terminology <laughs> Um and a pleasure bot basically yeah yeah Um and he he's kind of fallen in love with her but he's been programmed to but then he he, he comes over to the house where they're all trapped from the house where he lives with the neighbour to kind of to find her and the house lets him in but still won't let them out Um but then he gets shot I think um, but he's still kind of sort of awake and then they try and like learn because he's more human than them because he's a further along model um, they try to learn how to be human <laughs> it's really quite funny and I don't think you wouldn't like it because you well, don't like J'enay movies but it's it's very much his style that kind of yeah, yeah it
1: literally is yeah just, just thinking about it is 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 is, is making my teeth itch.
0: Yeah, I liked it. It's good. Good. Um, what else did I watch on my? Own? Oh, I watched the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just because I fucking love the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: How did that hold? Nice.
0: Fine, actually. Yeah, I always forget how attractive Sam Rockwell actually is. Yeah. He, he, he's looking good as Beaver Beeblebrox Um yeah do you know what it's, it's fine I, I think the affection that I hold for it stems from the fact that I really love the book the film does not hold up to the book but it's kind of a a linked affection if that makes sense yeah Um and then I watched The Fall the um what's his face one Tarsem Singh yeah Um oh wow yeah it's stunningly beautiful to look at um, and and my, my big takeaway from watching it before was just that it's stunningly beautiful to look at but that the kid was really annoying Um watching it now I really I really really enjoyed it this time around she she wasn't as annoying um, I think her whininess is more understandable when you sort of really look at how manipulating he is of her manipulative he is with her with it with him making her get the morphine and stuff so he can try and kill himself and all this kind of shit but the the way that um so that the fantasy story that he's telling her which makes up the main chunk of the the visual of the film is 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 a really interesting story in itself the story of him in hospital telling the story is interesting the two of them linked the bits where he's telling the story and then like the character that's talking the time will say like, Right, you need to go to bed now, mm. and it's like what? Oh, okay, that's him saying it. Um, Really, kind of links the narration of the story to the to what you're watching. It, it just it's 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 really really fucking good. Really enjoyed it on rewatch. Good. That's me. That's everything I've watched on my own since I last spoke to you all. Cool.
1: Do you want to do your what you've been what you've been watching, Ian, and then we'll do the I'll do. We'll do hours that we watched together this week, and I'll do my <laughs> excuse me mine I watched on my own <coughs> only
3: one. Excuse me. <coughs> Sounds like you need to stop talking for a second, now, mate. <laughs> so yeah, I'll uh, I'll 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 kick in. Um, I'm just going to turn down my mic. I'm just look, I've looked at my sound waves for the first time in a while, and holy fucking shit, am I popping? So sorry, listeners. Um, so yeah uh, I watch on Disney Plus or Star Uh, No Exit uh, which is a new uh, 20th Century Studios uh, film that's gone straight to Disney Plus Um, so this is directed by uh, Damien Power who I can't say I'm familiar with Um, yeah no I can't say I am um the the lead Havana Rose Liu um who I don't it looks like she's only got a few credits herself uh but Dennis Haysbert and Dale Dickey are in it uh so uh there's that so basically this is the story of a uh junkie uh who or like a recovering addict um who uh is called um by someone saying that uh, her wife has a uh, wife sorry her mother has fallen ill and is in the hospital um she breaks out of the hospital uh that she is in to go and visit her mother um she's caught in a blizzard and she is told to essentially hold her uh, up in a uh kind of like a visitor's centre for like... Oh, yes, I haven't seen the
1: trailer for this, yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, um, this isn't a spoiler, it's kind of like what kicks off the plot, but she, in a van in the car park, she sees a girl tied up in the back. Mm-hmm. And it's basically someone in this visitor's centre hold up with her is the kidnapper. So, it's a really interesting premise for a film. And it's odd that the direction they decide to take is that within about 20 minutes of that reveal, you know who's behind it. And then the rest of the film, there there is another twist, but the rest of the film is basically her versus the person who kidnapped the girl um and it's fine it's it's weird i've seen some like really really positive takes on this like it's a you know it's a really original like captivating thriller and it it's it's fine <laughs> you know but i mean i think it, it it's very very free out of 5 to me and it feels like one where it's like I would have actually been surprised if 20th Century released it in cinemas. It's not one where I'm like that, that, it's a shame that this one's been dumped on Disney+. Plus." Nah, this this is like yeah, alright, this feels like your average it, Netflix fodder. Yeah, but it, it,
1: it, it looks and sounds very um, streaming service.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it is. And it, it's serviceable enough and i don't think anyone will ever talk about it again but do you know what i logged I, I logged on to disney plus and it was very very prominent i think disney plus are doing a very good job in saying here is what is new and we think you would be interested in like netflix it's like you have to fucking or, or uh, it it all depends on whether the algorithm just picks up on you being interested in it Amazon Prime, it's like, good luck. You've got to fucking solve my riddles free to be able to find something. Um, Disney Plus, it is... We're not just shucking stuff at you. We're going to have one or two big things a week, and they are going to be prominent. Cool. That that feels like the way to go. Yeah,
1: Disney Plus actually want you to watch this shit.
3: Yeah, yeah, quite. Um I really, really like Disney Plus. I really fucking like it. It's a. It feels. Like Apple TV Plus. It feels more premium. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Um, earlier that day, which probably didn't help my opinion on No Exit, I rewatched the Spielberg West Side story. Um, and. Watching that on Disney Plus and being like, This looks like a fucking film, and then watching No Exit, which has the kind of same kind of T like prestige T V look to it that every fucking thing on a streaming service does these days. It was night and day. And it's like Donna came in at one point and she was like, oh, what are you watching? It's like, Oh, it's the new West Side story. And she was like, This looks really good. And, you know, and it's because we've become so fucking used to now to watching stuff on streaming that just looks the same.
1: Yeah, that has that cut um, out and, thing,
3: and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, and here is West Side Story. Where, and I, I know you guys are not as as high on it as me, but just, and I, you know, I, I've already talked extensively about it, but. Spielberg's created a fucking world there. You know, like, that is a time and a place that he has created, and, and, and his team. You know, not obviously not just Spielberg. Um, And it don't, I don't know, it feels like we are kind uh, that that is starting to be lost. And it, it just, it was interesting that Donna was like, this looks great. And it's not necessarily that it's like 4K Dolby Vision and whatnot. It just—it's the production design, it's the cinematography, you know, it's the direction. Um, You know, uh, on Twitter a couple weeks back, there were people like going off on the uh, that like one take of them going into the uh, the gym, and like the one take shot uh, shot of everybody dancing and whatnot, and it just kind of feels like yeah, that is special now. It doesn't necessarily feel like that shot would have been special twenty years ago, but it is now. Um and I, I I think that's sad. Uh cinema's dead. No, it's not. Um But yeah, yeah, I mean I I But yeah, West Side story. I think I think it's great. I think that Ansel Elgort, when he is not talking, is great. When he's talking, he's real bad. His reaction to Anita uh, uh, no no, fucking uh, Doc's wife sorry I've forgotten her name saying that um, fucking hell Maria is dead and the look on his face and the way he kind of staggers back Jesus fucking Christ does that take me out of that film (laughs) (laughs) it is an awful reaction that I can't help but think Spielberg just like tried 30 takes and was just like Jesus fucking Christ, we'll just have to take the right one. Uh, the best one. You know, um, <laughs> like,
1: but, is this the best I've got? Yes. Fuck.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've been doing this all day, so we're just going to have to leave it. Um, also, I, I will just say, the America scene, I'm sorry guys, it slaps. Right, it's, not the, it's not the original, I know it's not, but it's fucking great. There we go, West Side Story. Um, and my last one is Mad Max Fury Road so I was going to watch all the Mad Maxes and then I just thought to myself yeah but I really just want to watch Fury Road so I watched Fury Road and again this is a film that like I was saying with West Side Story I didn't appreciate Fury Road like I should have at the time. I I liked Fury Road at the time, but was it the number one film that year? I, I, it might have been. It might have been, to be fair, and I liked it. But I, I honest, yeah, yeah I think it was actually. But it's better than that. Like, th- 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 and it, it's the passage of time here where you watch this and it is the only film I think we're ever going to get that does anything like this ever again, potentially, will be Furiosa. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. George Miller is a Um, fucking (laughs) nutcase.
3: No, but I mean, it's so... There are so many fucking choices in this film... That are demented, but it all sings. It absolutely fucking sings. Um, it it's a remarkable film. Um, I I, I, I know I'm I I'm, like I'm telling people stuff they already know, but like I say, I, re- I I liked I liked it at the time. Like Mark said, I'm pretty sure it was my number one film of the year. But watching it now, when you've got films that, you know, I I, I like my MCU films, you know, and I I, I, I get emotional with them and I think they have good, like, directorial vision at times. But this is fucking madness. Like, shot to within an inch of its life. The colour grading on it is insane. But it's not shot on a fucking green screen in Georgia... Where you're never entirely sure if the actors were actually all together or not. But it's also not... Look guys, we shot on real locations. Isn't that a thing? Like Eternals was. It, it's... Miller, just absolutely... His vision with lots of talented people around him, going, this is what I want to do, get on board, and everybody got on board, apart from Noel Mellor, um, <laughs> and, I, I, it, yeah, I, like, it was like jaw on the floor, throughout the entire thing, like, the way that, the opening ends with like that sandstorm, and then that just that like the light going out, and it's like, fuck me, that could be the end of basically every other action film. But no, we've still got like an hour, an hour and a half left, and it's just gonna be bonkers. Um, it just it it's it's terrific. It, it's so fucking good, and. It's only going to get better with age because we are going to be like they don't make them like they used to. That's the thing with Fury Road. It Nobody's going to make shit like that. No one. Because they're not going to be allowed to. And it, it, Yeah. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Uh, and yeah. That, that, that's me.
1: I think I'm doing a rewatch Fury Road. <laughs> we watched it a couple of
5: years ago, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah, we 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 went a different route with Mad Max this week, didn't we? And just played the fuck out of the game.
1: Yeah, just playing the game again.
3: Yeah. Oh, you've been playing the game a bit more.
1: Yeah. Redownloaded it.
3: Nice. And we
1: played it again, didn't we? We we, we, we were going to watch on Saturday night, weren't we? Mm. Uh, I can't remember what we were going to watch. What we ended up watching. We we're going to we we're going to watch Black Hat Saturday night, weren't we? Yeah. And, and then in the end. Um,
0: we stayed up until 2 we, in the morning we stayed, we stayed
1: up accidentally until like 2 in the morning playing uh, Mad, Mad Max Yeah, <laughs> it was a great night Actually,
0: was like quite fun
1: actually yeah. Yeah. Um, very cool Becky, um, I'm going to let you talk Legally Blonde 2 because I need to quickly whip the toilet and I'm busting so yeah, we watched Legally Blonde
3: 2 but I'm going to let you talk about it hell we'll yeah, hell yeah let's go, how was that
0: yeah, it's, it's not quite as good as the first one is it it's
3: no it's not <laughs> it's, it's
0: like it's like everything that people feared the first one would be and then it surprised us all by being alright mm-hmm. is legally blonde too just
3: it's exactly what I said last week yeah there.
0: yeah just kind of <laughs> vacuous and shit and the the thing with the oh shit what is it so it's the Perm in the first one, isn't it? What is it in this one? Oh, anyway, it's basically exactly the same kind of way that she's like, she finds her out. It's like, oh, you had this treatment done, but you can't do blah, 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 blah for X amount of time after you've had that. And then that's how she cracks the case. And it's like, yeah, you did that already. Um, I think the fact that it's all hmm. revolving around the really annoying fucking Chihuahua does not help because it that that dog and her obsession with it is the most annoying part of of both movies, and then this one's all about yeah. that, so th- that obviously doesn't help. What's the um, the thing in this one that's the, the it's the perm in the first one and it's facial. The facial, and then she can't put makeup on or something for 24 hours after, isn't it? Yep, it's just, yeah, just painfully derivative of itself.
1: It's, I think you said last week, Ian. It,
3: um, I think you're about to say something Becky just said, that oh, it's
0: everything that you oh, feared the first one would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. It's just it's just it's a shame really, because the first one is really good fun.
1: Yeah, then it just yeah, like I said, this it one's is. just not not really.
3: Um, got a little bit more detail on the uh, superhero film Date Changes. Go on then. Which is really interesting. So So D C League of Super Pets, Black Adam, already talked about them. Now the Flash is moving from November. To June next year. Aquaman. Is moving from December. To March next year. Shazam. Is moving from February next year. To December this year. So they they're are. they Shazam forward. Yeah. They're swapping them around. All over the fucking place. So now. It's going to be Shazam versus Avatar 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if I was David F. Sandberg, I'd be fucking fuming.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, I think
1: mean, Shazam was very popular, but...
3: <laughs> yeah, like, Shazam was popular, but I kind of think... I. That makes me kind of think that Warner being a bit Charlie Big Bananas here and going, right, our films are fucking popular. Like, The Flash, I I get it, because there's just so many elements of that where it's like people are really going to fucking want to see that really, really badly. Shazam, it's like, it came out a few years back, people liked it. It was a charming new line superhero movie. And now they're putting it up against Avatar 2. That is... Brave?
1: <laughs> well, it's a... It's a, yeah, it's a bold strategy, see like works.
3: Yeah, yeah. But then Aqu- Aquaman was the first billion dollar... Worldwide... Di- no. Oh, God, what was it? It had some really notable no it was it was the first billion dollar worldwide d c film and now aquaman comes a uh, two comes out in March and the flash is now the the summer movie for next year for them that feels weird mm. um but I think it's because of the whole multiverse aspect of it and you know they're 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 banking on Multiverses being the big thing, and uh, the Flash and Aquaman don't have multiverses. So, you know. Um, interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm, There's a lot of flipping about that. There's a
1: lot of flipping about
3: that. Yeah. Just a lot of flipping about. Avatar 2 versus Shazam 2. Fucking hell, man. I just feel bad for the Shazam people. Yeah. The Flash had a chance.
5: <laughs> I don't, uh,
1: mm, Unless they just really think that Shazam's gonna be really good.
3: <laughs> don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I'll, I'll enjoy Shazam more. Don't get me wrong. I, think, yeah, I'm pretty fucking confident I will. But I, my my tastes are uh, not necessarily what the publics are.
5: Mm. Let's see.
3: Anyway. Um...
1: So we do what we watched together next and I'll do my on my own?
0: Yeah, can do.
1: So, we watched a film called Pixie. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah.
3: Came out in the cinema like last year,
1: didn't it? It did, yeah. Uh, Not not last year, the year before, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So, story set in like um, small town Irish Country, isn't it? Mm. Um, about a girl called Pixie, funny enough, who is the daughter of essentially a small town, small time gangster. Yeah. Um, who, at the start of the movie, is essentially going to run away with um, somebody to San Francisco after they've pulled off one last job. But yeah. the guy she's going to run away with is so the... Well.
0: Her ex-boyfriend and his friend are doing a drug deal. And when they get the money... um, They're, they're waiting oh, they're for the money. Deal. It is a drug deal. No,
1: they're, they're, they're literally robbing drug dealers. Yeah, they are. The priests are drug dealers, remember?
0: Ah, yeah. So they're robbing drug dealers. Um, and then they're, cool. they're going to split the money. But then... Uh, the ex- Pixie's ex-boyfriend finds out that the mystery guy that she's been seeing since they broke up is his friend. Yeah. And like... Kills him. Kills him. Yeah. But then who kills him? So then he goes... Literally
1: to... the crux of the story is the next bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Basically, Pixie ends up... Um... Kind of trying to do a drug deal with the with two other idiots that live in her village. One of which has a crush on her.
4: Mm.
1: Um, the weird thing about this movie is, and I said this to you the other day in the is, I enjoyed it enough. I got enough enjoyment out of it. It's um, it's 90 minutes long. It was fun to watch. Um, Olivia Cook is charismatic in it. Uh, but I think she's a little bit too much of an arsehole and the ending, frankly, is a little bit mean-spirited. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, I think it's fun to watch. However, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody.
0: No. At all.
1: And we'll never watch it again. I will never watch it again. No. And I... Genuinely, do not understand why anybody thought that this story was anywhere near interesting enough to make into a movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, in in a, in a world where things struggle to get made unless they're going to be huge blockbusters, like it's it's a win for mm. the smaller movie, but it's there must be better smaller movies. Than this. Not even that. It, it,
1: better ideas. It's yeah. like, what didn't get me? <laughs>
0: yeah. this to get yeah.
1: Because it's so... Like I said, I enjoyed it. But it's so insignificant. It's just
0: not doing anything, is it? There's no. There's nothing to it. It's, it's...
1: There's a few fun jokes in it.
0: Yeah.
1: But not even that fun. No. The funniest thing in this movie, the funniest bit of this movie, is... Um, Colm not cutting a uh, green pepper. Yeah,
0: yeah. When he's cooking. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah that's probably the funniest movie, bit of this movie. Um, we also um, re watched Zodiac, didn't we?
0: We did. Do you know what's funny? Like I saw so many people re- like putting out that they'd rewatched Zodiac over the last week or so and I was like, fuck's it? why is everyone re-watching Zodiac all of a sudden? Then we went to see the Batman today and it was like, oh, ciphers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is literally <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We did it the other way around then. We did do it the other way around. Right? Yeah, we rewatched Zodiac first. Mm.
0: Um We re-watched Zodiac before it was cool. Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: Fucking so it's a fucking masterpiece. It, it is genuinely really good, yeah. is a masterpiece. Yeah. It, it it may well... It's it one of those movies that is just... This is like probably top 20 of all time. Mm.
0: I think as well, something that I've not appreciated before with it is, is how well it deals with the amount of time it actually spans. Mm. Because it doesn't feel draggy. It doesn't feel like that many years, but it also... You get, you get, you do get the feeling that it is, is, time is passing.
1: That's it. It, it, It's a two and a half hour movie that feels like you're watching a two and a half hour movie, Mm. but it's incredibly entertaining and captivating for those two and a half hours.
0: Does does it earn it?
1: It absolutely fucking (laughs) earns it. You know, it's it's one of those movies where it starts to end and you start to wrap up and end, and you're like, no, I could keep watching this. Yeah, I I could. Gen, you could give me another fucking hour of this, and I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. It is. There is not an ounce of fat on this movie, no. and everybody is at their absolute fucking air game. You know, John Hall is, is, is fantastic as like essentially like Boy Scout at the start of it, and he continues that. He is always Boy Scout, but then there's a point of where he literally has this like introspective moment,
4: mm.
1: where you know he's now what he's about to become his ex-wife is saying what is this and he's like i don't know but i cannot stop yeah i really wish i could but i can't stop mm. um and you know it, it's the the the, the beauty of it is there's no big there's no big conclusion at the end they don't crack it at the end
0: that's it. It's it, they know it's him, but they can't prove it. Yeah, isn't it? yeah.
1: And you know, John Carroll Lynch plays that so well, like so well, when they first go and interview him,
4: mm.
1: and he's just he's just been a dick with them, and essentially just playing them.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Just kind of like he's really enjoying the fact that he thinks he's got one up on them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it's an absolute... He's really good in it, though. Who? John Carroll Lynch. Yeah, he's really, really good in it. Um, but like I said, I don't, everybody is on their absolute fucking A game with it. Um, it's just... It's so fucking good. Um, and then the film that I watched on my own.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so... I, honestly, I can't look at you.
1: I watched a little film... That stars Tim Allen, John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, William H. Macy.
5: You watch fucking Wild <laughs> Dogs. Yeah, I watch Wild Dogs. Oh wow, way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you know who else is in <laughs> this as well? Uh, Carl Glass is also in this. Peter Fonda's in it. John C. McGinley is in it as a guy who. As as like a a traffic cop who accidentally stumbles upon them when all of their um, camping gear has been burnt to a critz and thinks that they're on some kind of like essentially like gay um, find yourself uh, road trip and then just continues to just keep following them and making advances on them. Yeah, that's the kind of movie Wild Hogs is. Uh, yeah, also has um really Otter playing a biker called Jack Blade. Yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: You need to be better, Mark, you need to make better choices.
1: I, do you know what the worst thing about Wild Hogs is. Liked it. Didn't hate it. Would go as to say I liked it. Probably will watch it again. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> but didn't hate it. It's not that bad. It's it, yeah, it is that bad. No, that's a lie. It is bad. You you need to reconnect with society. Mate. I think I do a little bit. Yeah, there is there is yeah. a moment in it, and I I, I you will appreciate this, Specs. Um, there's a moment in it when essentially, um Mr. Tomei they end up at this town, right? The Wild Hogs Um when they're on the run from the Del Fuego's, which is the biker gang that Rayleigh Otter has because they burnt down their clubhouse. But, but only John Travolta knows they're on the run for them, the rest of them don't. They think it's all been cleared and sorted. Um, and like, essentially, there's, there's a bit where Maggie, Maggie I don't know where I got that from. Uh, Riss plays Maggie, that's where I got Maggie Gyllenhaal from, who owns the, uh, the diner in this place. Uh, there's a moment where Marisa Tomei walks into a scene and honestly, watching it, I out loud went, holy fuck!
4: <laughs>
1: because like, she is incredibly attractive, is <laughs> Marisa Tomei. Yeah? Yes. And you can't even go with like this because you think it too. I
0: know
1: I do, yeah. You 100% fucking paused it and jerked off, didn't you? I fucking wish the curtains were open. God. <laughs> <laughs> It's a simple solution to that, but okay. I, I, I wouldn't have had time to get
3: the Kurtz. Just, oh, just yeah. Be- I was going to say, are they on like some sort of timer, so Becky can make sure you don't jerk
0: off in <laughs> the living room? Do you remember know that
1: kid that we used to live when we used to live in Foscar? Where is
0: this going?
1: Um, that fucking kid <laughs> who used to come and just like because all the gardens are oh. connected, used to come and just stare in stare our back. In what is it? Door, and yeah. it's connected because I had a go up. Her grandparents.
0: Yeah, what I was thinking was that it was connected to the conversation about jerking off that you and Ian. No,
1: yeah. um, that that I said to grandparents. Could you stop her coming and doing that?
5: He said, "Oh no, she's just
1: playing. She's just curious. Like, what if I was watching porn?
0: You did say that, yeah.
1: What if I was watching porn, just walking around, just fucking watching porn, my dick out? Would you be curious about that? Fucking little swatting, good-looking at how, What is it?" Like, why would you be doing yeah, that? It's like, because it's my fucking house.
0: I mean, yeah, fair play.
1: Yeah. That's good old answer,
3: to be fair.
0: Yeah, it was like, we all have our own back gardens, but there wasn't any fences. We weren't allowed fences, were we? No. Because um, the management company came and cut the grass. Yeah. Um, but we lived sort of in the middle of, like, a five-house run, didn't we? Yeah. And this little girl, her mum lived at one end, and her grandparents lived at the other end. So they just fucking trotted backwards and forwards. I'm still pissed yeah. off about when they hurt my rabbit.
1: To be fair, the rabbit did bite her as well, though. Good. Yeah, that is what you. That, 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 that is literally what you said to the grandmother when she said that the rabbit had bit her. She
0: well, shouldn't have put a fucking baby sham bottle cap in the run and made him cut himself, should she? Yep. Yeah. No,
1: yep,
3: yeah, fair point. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, Wild Hogs is... I, I'm nowhere near going to say it's good. But I didn't.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Tim Allen's just got a face you want to punch, aren't
1: Well, really, ought to punch his face an awful lot in this.
0: No, uh, no, sorry, I didn't mean really. Ought I meant Tim Allen? No, oh, you did say Tim
3: Allen. Really ought to, really oughta
1: punch no, him a lot. Really ought to punch Really has, really has a great comedic laugh. Yeah. Uh, in it, he has a <laughs> yeah, he, he has an amazing cackle moment at one point in this. I mean, literally, the the beef that starts with them is. Really, Otto's character doesn't like the fact that they think they're bikers um, and basically just fucking tears them down. But they kind of acknowledge that he's kind of right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Are they just a bunch of old dudes that decide to go biking across country? Is that another story? Kind of, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that was what I watched on my own.
0: Make better choices.
1: I will try. Mm-hmm. I'll fail, because I'll just watch Wild Hogs again. Please
0: don't. Is there a Wild Hogs 2? What? Is there a Wild Hogs 2? Criminally, no, there isn't wow. a Wild Hogs
3: 2. No. <laughs> um, can, I, can I point Mark out? Go Mark, Is there? I bought you God of War on PlayStation 4 a couple of years back. <laughs> should have do that you instead. Could, you could play that. Becky's nodding at me as well.
0: Mm, Make better choices. But then you won't have anything to talk about on the on the on what we've been watching.
1: What you're is more I mean, movies. Yeah.
3: if Watch I, 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 to be fair, we just sat through five minutes of Mark talking about Wild <laughs> Hogs. I think I'd rather he played God. Of
0: War. <laughs> 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 Next week's what we've been watching might be we watched nothing. We literally just played Mad Max all the time.
3: Now we're trying. I mean, but uh, I mean that's that's fine. I'm not against it. I mean, I um, tried Elden Ring and deleted it, and then. <laughs> Reinstalled it and then tried it again like three separate times. You try it again,
1: again. Sorry, you try it again, again. Oh yeah. Where are you with it now? Have you nuked it again?
3: Oh yeah, I've nuked it. Man, I haven't played it for days.
1: <laughs> right. Twitter questions. We have some. Uh, let me just find them though, because I'll do the, the questions that we asked you. Uh, so our question we asked our, our, our audience was um, what is the film you think you've watched the most in your life um, I've heard Assassin I'm going to say a never ending story a friend of mine at the VHS of this growing up and I swear I watched it once a week for a solid year
0: <laughs> yeah mine would probably be a never ending story or Princess Bride well,
3: Donna's would be never ending story actually sorry yeah.
1: alright that's your childhood one what was a grown
3: up I mean, mine's Texas Chainsaw, as I uh, kind of alluded to when we reviewed the new one a couple of weeks back. It's like purely, like, and it was literally because of my dissertation. But um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is literally the film I've watched the most in my life. <laughs> what do you reckon, Bex? Do not know Burbs or Big Trouble in
0: Little China? Probably... We do watch those yeah, a lot, don't yeah. we?
1: Yeah. I, I, I think mine might be Scarface. I watched Scarface That's a good lot choice, man. back That's in the good day. Choice. Back in the VHS day when you only had a certain amount of VHS's mm. and that was it. I watched Scarface a lot. I'd say it's up there. Scarface, probably Scarface, Wayne's World, and Big Trouble are probably the ones.
0: Yeah, but as an Apple, you've not watched Scarface that much.
1: Yeah, so we watched it quite a lot. Yeah. Uh,
0: not like once every few months like Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> that's a fair point
1: um, Rick Kid, it's either Star Wars or Raiders of the Lost Ark I've probably seen both but 40 or 50 times oh, wow. in terms of most watches in a row I think I watched the first Tomb Raider film 9 or 10 times back to back during a day long drinking binge with a friend and I haven't <laughs> seen it <since. laughs> what is... <laughs> fucking hell
4: wow <laughs> <laughs> love that <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, wait we... You see, in my head, it is literally that the film just finished, rewound itself, and just started playing again. And he was like, I just you fucking ass.
4: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Oh, dear.
1: Loretta Martin, uh, not a massive rewatcher, to be honest, but seeing Tree of Life about 10 plus times might be a bit too many vegetables for you guys and gal. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, yeah. I need to rewatch Tree of Life because I actually like Tree of Life. I would like to to watch Voyage of Time, the spin-off.
4: See
0: <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of my like heavy rewatch rotation ones would be war movies though, like Vietnam movies.
4: Yeah.
1: Like I Full know.
0: Metal Jacket and Platoon would definitely be up there.
1: Yeah. Bill um, Black Lanterns, Death Wish Three. Yeah, the truth. answer is Star Wars as a kid, but Death Wish Three <laughs> as a grown up.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I, I
1: weirdly was watching a YouTube documentary about um, Gremlin games, Gremlin Software, the other day, uh, and there was an extended segment on the Death Wish 3 game.
0: Death Wish 3 game?
1: Yeah, yeah. Gremlin Software did the licensing for the Death Wish 3 game. It did look fucking terrible. <laughs> um, um, Vishnu, uh, Zombie Vish. Prop Star Wars, as a little kid, it was one of the only tapes I was allowed to watch when I went to my grandfather's. Uh, his collection was mostly 18, so martial arts films and anything with Charles Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad thing, it's Death Wish fucking, Death, death Wish people were huge.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, right, we do have some questions as well. I'm trying to get to them. Sorry, this has been... My phone's been a bit of a prat... As is its want. Uh Rick Kidd, Kidd Um uh, it's BAFTAs this weekend. Who do you think slash hope will win the major awards? God, I've got
3: uniform, right. Let's get the old BAFTAs up here then. Let's Bath myter. Um. Let's have a look. Right. BAFTAs. So, it's some real fucking different... The thing is, the BAFTAs have got some wildly different nominations to the Oscars these days, right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Jesus Christ, that was sorry. Busy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're not coming through my AirPods anymore. Hang on.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus
3: Christ, that was a belch. <laughs> um, about...
1: He's literally right, belched sound uh,
3: yeah. out. So, <laughs> I, I, I kind of think I had. So, yeah, D- BAFTA's is fucking fascinating. So, best actress is Tessa Thompson for Passing, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga for House of Gucci. Um, Donna's just texted me, make me some pancakes. <laughs> Fair enough. I think Lottie's got a phone. I think Lottie's got her phone. <laughs> um, Alana Haim for Licorice Pizza, Renato Rensby for The Worst Person in the World, Joanna Scanlon for After Love and Amelia Jones for Coda. None of them have been nominated for Best Actress at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah.
1: I have a feeling that Gaga's going to take that. God, I hope not. The further away I get from that
0: movie, the the worse it is. Like the worst I'll let myself know that it is. Accepting.
3: The thing is, because they haven't been nominated for Best Actress to the Oscars, like none of them have really got that much heat behind them. Hmm. So it kind of feels like that's anyone's game.
1: Yeah, I think it's between Elena Hayne and Gaga. But I think Gaga's going to get it. Hmm.
3: I'd like to see Renata Rensvee Rens- 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 hmm. get it because the, the worst person in the world is fucking brilliant. Okay, b- b- right, so best actor. Fucking hell. know,
1: Cumberbatch. Benedict
3: Cumberbatch. Mahershala Ali for Swan Song. Adil Akhtar for Ali and Ava, which got like a tiny release this weekend. Mm. Leonardo DiCaprio for Don't Look Up. Will Smith for King Richard. And Stephen Graham for Boiling Point. Cumberbatch will win it. That's a mad selection. Like, seriously, these fucking. I won't do them all because, you know, it's getting on. But, best film, don't look up Dune, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog.
1: The Power of the Dog's going to win it.
3: The, yeah. It'll be Power of the Dog. Mm. Um, best director, Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Andre Dewan for Happening not entirely sure I know what that is yeah I, I,
1: I'm a little bit like that i have just have a look to see what that actually fucking is
4: French movie
3: uh, yeah French
1: movie that I uh,
3: so um, Riyazuki Hamaguchi for Drive My Car Aleem Khan for After Love Julia DeCorno for Titan, and Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza fuck it. Fucking wild like because the, the thing is, I'm just saying power of the dog for everything because none of these other fucking things are really getting nominated. I mean, uh, Ryuzuki Hamaguchi, but I mean, uh, give him fucking Tatana best director nomination, fucking fair play to him, you know.
4: Yeah,
1: then that's, I think that's the only nomination it got. <laughs> oh
3: my god, um, I in all in all seriousness I, I don't think I can answer this because these nominations are fucking wild and I haven't really thought about yeah. them. the bloody hell the kid from Come On Come On got nominated for Best Supporting Actor yep at least Mike Feist got oh, some oh
0: Mike Feist yeah sorry at least Mike Feist got nominated
3: in this I mean that's great I mean and I'd give it to him out of that lot to be fair I like Troy So, Troy don't get me wrong but I mean Mike Feist is fucking brilliant in West Side Story
1: You hear that? Yeah, like <laughs> you're shouting, essentially shouting "motor" on a at you.
3: She may as well be. What's what's best supporting actress? So I mean, that seems even then. Then I mean, Anne Dowd for Mass. Like Mass hasn't got any attention, fucking anywhere apart from that. Mm. These are fucking wild nominations.
1: i have not looked at them before, to be honest. But yeah, they're a bit mental. But yeah,
3: in it. it that's quite funny. Um, I'm assuming best editing. The way Google have presented this, it's like the two uh, the, the two editors for No Times Die, are going against each other. It <laughs> doesn't. Like yeah. No, but it's weird though because other categories have got people like in teams together, but the way it is on Google, No Times Die, it's, it's literally two separate editing nominations. But then Best Editing, Summer of Souls got a Best Editing nomination. Me I'm not making you any pancakes. Go to sleep. I have to what? Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, Yeah, wild nominations. But I think maybe let's move on. Uh, but yeah, sorry, I... Would have to think about these. Uh, fish I'll be fish.
1: Uh, with a recent uptick interest in folk horror, especially British seventies stuff, is there any old weird kid TV series you'd like to see redone?
3: Round the Twist.
0: I'd say Indiana, but I don't want to see it redone. I just want to see it available more widely.
1: You've literally got it on DVD.
0: I know, but. Please. It's in the loft. It's in the fucking loft, yeah. For all the rest of the DVDs. Our ceiling's going to collapse at some point with all your fucking DVDs.
1: David Lynch's Button Moon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I genuinely mean that. David Lynch's Button Moon. and I guarantee it, But as Button Moon, he makes all the characters himself out of stuff that he can find in his house.
0: Do you know what, I'll tell you what was really trippy. Fucking Herb Garden and Magic Roundabout, they were weird. Oh my God, and what was that one with um, this, the Will-o'-the-Wisp thing and the the weird little fat fairy? Oh
5: yeah. Will-o'-the-Wisp? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: We had some fucking great TV, didn't we? No. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't.
5: We, did. uh.
0: we had the raccoons.
1: Well, I mean, that was Australian, but
0: Right, but, I mean, our generation... The Raccoons is fucking brilliant, yes. Yeah.
1: Greatest intro to the cartoon ever. Mm. Not the best song, though. That was coming theirs. Uh, a literal cartoon about a suite. <laughs> yeah. um, Ian, genuine question.
3: <laughs> what are we covering next week? So next week, a little bit of a banger, to be honest, right? We've got the Pixar film that people are either riding or dying for. Oh, is this turning red?
1: Yeah, I've seen
3: some odd reactions to this. Uh huh, uh huh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Ian, is that the dog or are you eating something
0: dodgy? It's
3: the dog. (laughs) Sorry, it's chaos here tonight. Um, (laughs) It does sound a bit chaotic sorry that's the um, uh, so yeah Turning Red which I'm not looking forward to having an opinion on because I kind of feel like people are going to shout at me either way <laughs> um, So, uh, but also The Adam Project is that out this fucking weekend? Jesus
1: Christ I genuinely thought we were struggling for stuff this weekend
3: nope um, and it might be a good time to review Red Rocket because that's out in UK cinemas this week
1: I'm I'm good for doing those three.
3: So yeah, you know we haven't got a marathon. So, do we want to talk about our plans for the next marathon? Oh
1: yes, yes. So we've done Michael Mann. Thank you very much, Patrons. Uh, And we're we're planning on doing a another filmmakers, but we need. I don't
0: think it needs to be a secret. I'm Why thinking, are you being so okay, cagey? I don't know, Like
1: they're doing it in a secret. <laughs> okay. We're to do another filmmaker, but we need—we can't do his yet because he hasn't made enough films. Um, <laughs> we want to lead into a film that he's releasing. Um,
5: Dropping little clues. I
1: love it. Um, oh yeah. So we need a filmmaker that has between what six and eight films, don't we? Yes. So we need a filmmaker. Yep. So we'd like listeners to suggest filmmakers that we could cover for a marathon that have between six and eight films in their filmography.
0: So
1: seven? No. Nothing exactly between it. Could be six, seven or eight. We could even maybe push to nine.
0: You said it had to be between six and eight. So you're saying specifically seven? No. So six, seven, eight or maybe nine at a push. Or maybe nine at a push. Okay.
4: Yeah
1: so
0: so it could be seven it could be seven okay
1: yeah so yeah that is your challenge listeners to suggest filmmakers with that very specific <laughs> amount of films in their filmography I have a feeling that someone's going to suggest the filmmaker that were
0: <laughs> no because that's too few
1: yeah it is too few yeah, it's five
3: <laughs> so yeah I love the fact that you're keeping it a secret. Good, I know. I respect the that. The one
0: I was going to suggest it's got ten. Well, that that will, that's that coming will be outside of the premise. Outside the premise. Yeah. yeah. I just really want to watch. I just really want to see what Ian's take on a razor head is.
1: I don't think I could have done Lynch. No, I, <laughs>
3: right I do I I, I, I I don't like it. I want it to go away. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh fucking hell! Right. So yeah, so, so we're covering films next week. Films that I completely forgot existed. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, we very much appreciate it. Thank you much, Rebecca.
0: Thank you very much, Mike.
1: And thank you very much, Ian. Goodbye. And we shall see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>